Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 105 for June 3rd, 2013. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. I also invite you to like Klezmer Podcast on Facebook and follow Klezmer Podcast on MySpace, Twitter, Last.fm, and Spotify. My guest on this episode of the podcast is Ivor Goldberg of the band Sheer, based in London in the UK. Sheer has released three albums to date, and they play Klezmer, Israeli, and Sephardic music equally well, and they sing in Hebrew, Yiddish, and Ladino. In fact, they play all these styles so well that I had difficulty selecting just one track to put on the podcast here, so I chose to add two tracks later on in the podcast after the interview, so be listening for that. But let's get right to my interview with Ivor Goldberg with the band Sheer. This was recorded on March 27th, 2013. Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Clubber Podcast uh, once again in London today, and visiting with Ivor Goldberg from just yeah. near London yeah. <laughs> from the sure. from the band Sheer. Yeah. Uh, Ivor, thanks for uh, coming down and visiting uh, in middle part of London here. Welcome to Clubber Podcast. It's a pleasure. It's very nice to be here. Very nice to meet you at long last. <laughs> Okay. It, it's been at least a couple of years uh, since we've first been in contact, and uh, I have your your three uh, albums. They're all fantastic. Uh, the band, is, again, is Sheer, and play quite a variety of uh, styles. Why, why don't you tell me a little bit about what Sheer is about and uh, what each of the albums uh, consist of? Okay, you got long time. We got. <laughs> I, I got unlimited tape in, in the machine here. Okay, right. look, sheer, sheer, basically got about sixty hours here, oh, so it's okay. Sixty hours is fine. That's okay. Sheer uh, started life fifteen years ago, roughly. Um, uh, in fact, it, interestingly enough, we're about to play uh, in two weeks' time at the party for uh, the bar mitzvah of the son of. The, the first oh, let me get this right the, the mitzvah of the son of the couple whose wedding we played at and which is officially considered to be the first gig of the band oh. and that was uh, probably about 16 years ago I think uh, in fact I wasn't on that gig uh, <laughs> the, uh, I was I was in the uh, I was a guest and I met Morris Chernick who uh, started the band uh, we got together, we chatted, and um, uh, I needed some work, so I joined the band. And I was never interested in playing in uh, Jewish music, uh, even though I'd grew, grown up with it. Uh, I was never, I was into jazz, and you know, but, you know, needs must, and uh, joined the band. And it, 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 I haven't looked back since, it's been fantastic. I love playing Jewish music, it, it's coming, it's playing what is closest to my heart close closest to my soul it's a very natural thing for me to do so we and, st- and you're a guitar and singer i play guitar yeah i sing and uh the line of the band is um, morris plays clarinet and sings we have piot jordan on violin steve rose on bass and ronin kozakaro from israel on percussion um 
we were a four-piece for many years. Ronan joined the band two, three years ago, and has enabled us to expand our repertoire as well. Um, so the band started off as a Jewish music band, um, gained a reputation as a klezmer band, but in fact, klezmer is only a part of what we play. You know, the the Jewish music repertoire is so vast, and it just keeps on. It seems to keep on growing and growing. And there's there's always more and more to discover, and um, so we we like to call ourselves a Jewish music band. Uh, each of the albums that we've recorded. Um, represents a different sort of stage and different style that we we play. Uh, the first one from the heart uh, is um, it represents what we actually started off playing. We started off playing klezmer, Yiddish, and Israeli uh, tunes. The second one, which we recorded for Ark, is uh, it's called Israeli songs, and it has a lot of Israeli songs on it, both new and and old. Uh, folk songs and traditional songs from Havana Gila to uh, Erev Bar, Lechadodi, Cholshatei Kaliptus, beautiful Naomi Shemer songs. And the third CD represented a stage where we, a few years ago, we started to look at the Ladino repertoire. We were going over to Spain to play quite a lot and became interested in the beautiful repertoire of Ladino music. And uh, uh, so that that the Ashkfarad is the name Ashkfarad meaning obviously Ashkenazi and Sephardi combination of the two, and uh, and that that album I, I didn't get that. that. Thanks for explaining that to me. Okay, right. Oh, you want? <laughs> yeah, Ashkfarad. Good. I thought it was something from Hebrew. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it was one of one of our one of our clients. Uh, he, he said you, you seem to be playing Ashkafadi music these days. So we thought that's that's a cool name for for an album, and it, and it, it kind of is representative, you know. A lot of Jewish musicians today play a real mixture. A real mixture. You get uh, Ladino songs played in the klezm- in, a, in a sort of Eastern European style. You get, and and it's all very mixed up. Um, so Ashkfarad has uh, a mixture of, of klezmer and uh, and Ladino songs. And today we find ourselves in in we're in a situation where in in the course of a concert or, or any evening uh, any party we'll, we could be playing uh, all kinds of Jewish music. We could be playing Israeli klezmer, uh, Yiddish, um, Ladino, of course, Sephardi, and of course simcha music, dancing, which we specialize in the dancing uh, at uh, parties. That's it. So. A vast repertoire. <laughs> it is. It is. We've got. Listen. We, you know, we started out with a book this this thick, <laughs> and uh, imagine the yeah. thickness of this book. Well, it was about. Was what's that about? <laughs> uh, the book was about um, uh, four centimeters yeah. thick, something yeah. like that. And now we have. I had to. Uh, I've got. We we carry three books to our gigs. Uh, what have we got? We got a klezmer book. A song book, which is like lots of different songs, Israeli songs, and you know any Jewish songs, and um, switch to the iPad. Well, I think we're going to need to. <laughs> I tell you, and, and uh, the other one is the the, uh, the dance pad. Yeah, and in fact, it's funny because we, we were um, we trying to figure out what is the most valuable aspect of our band, and we came to the conclusion it's those pads. 
those pads really are, you know, we can replace a, 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 an amplifier or we can replace a microphone, we can replace a musician even. But those pads actually are the band. Yeah. Right, and and of course you have to play, uh, you know, the Macarena or something. Uh, uh, no, as well. No, no, we don't. don't. We don't. No, <laughs> no, we no. do in the U.S. No, we don't. We 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 go out. We 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 sell ourselves as a Jewish music band. That's what we play. We're not we're not organized sound wise or or, or musician wise. You know, the style that we play as musicians. We're not. We don't play any pop music. Uh, as we say, goyesh <laughs> enigunim. The traditional wedding, uh, the traditional wedding macarena. You know, you have to do that. Uh, there's one. There is a version called the mozzarella. I think I've seen it. I think we have it in the pad, but we never play it. I think it's called the mozzarella. But we don't do. We we only stick to Jewish music. Yeah. That's enough already. Kosher man. That's like right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Oh, you say you played in Spain, so you you do a, a bit of touring uh, outside the area. Yeah, we haven't done past. Uh, touring is the right term, but uh, yeah, you've did. been invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was a bit of touring. We we were invited to play three years uh, on on three occasions to Spain. It was fantastic. The audiences were wonderful there, and it was it was very interesting. Uh, and I've got to you know commend Morris, my partner, on his bravery. Because uh, he sings the Ladino songs, and here we were going to Spain, um, as we say in, in English, taking coals to Newcastle. Right. We were taking Spanish songs to Spain, and he was singing in Ladino, which you know is, uh, takes some cojones, I would say. <laughs> uh, and they absolutely loved it. It was wonderful. They're wonderful audiences. They loved the songs. They they loved the music, and um, and it was it was a great experience. Yeah, we were in. Santander and Cordoba and Madrid. Um, we also played in Holland. We haven't toured a, a huge amount outside the UK. We, we play up and down the country in the UK, but uh, less so um, uh, in Europe. But we, it's, whenever we go, it's, it's, it's good fun. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, what's coming up next for, for a share? Is there another... Uh Album in the, in the offing. We 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 are planning a, another album uh, to basically document what we're doing, where we're at right now, which will be more. Um, it'll have more Mizrahi elements to it, I think. This time, uh, we've got uh, our percussionist and drummer Ronen on board now, so that enables us to to go uh, to. To go into a new repertoire and also to 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 play a lot of the songs that we played for the past fifteen years, we play very differently now. We have different arrangements because of because of the addition of the drums, um, and uh, we've got some concerts lined up for later in the year. We've got a lot of bookings for parties, which is our our bread and butter, and um, uh, uh, you know, carrying on and uh, developing. Uh, uh, I just want to mention also that it's just uh, all acoustic. You don't have any uh, electric uh, instruments, mostly from what I gathered. Yeah, I mean, well, that's another thing. When Ronen came into the band, I started to play electric guitar, which is, uh, you know, I play electric anyway, and uh, it, it never seemed right without the drums. 
it, the the unit as a four piece acoustic without drums, it, it was right to play an acoustic guitar. I play a classical nylon uh, strung uh, uh, guitar, acoustic guitar. But with drums, it enables me to to expand that sound. The uh, my, my playing sound wise, sonically, uh, I, so I'm playing electric guitar. But that's it. We haven't got any other electric instruments in the band. So you know, it's not really electric, is it? Electric guitar isn't. Cons- <laughs> it's not considered electric. These it's still an acoustic instrument by today's standards. Yeah, uh, but no uh, keyboard. No keyboards. We haven't added keyboards. Sometimes Steve, our bass player, uh, he's a f- fantastic pianist. He plays piano. Uh, Morris occasionally plays piano, but uh, for the most part, it's uh, you know no no keyboard. Yeah, uh, it's a pure sound, and, and from from a sonic perspective across the three albums that they sound very very similar and you have a very smooth uh style whether you're playing uh, the, one of the israeli songs a klezmer song a, a ladino song it, it it's like a sonic signature that that uh uh sounds very consistent across across uh all the albums that's nice to hear. Probably just pure coincidence, <laughs> because they were they were well. Look, two of the albums were recorded in the same space. So and and uh, I also uh, recorded them and uh, mixed them. The other one, Israeli songs, which does have a very very nice soft sound. That was recorded at Ark. Um, yeah, it's uh, that's nice to hear that there is that consistency. Yeah, a, well, a lot of bands. Just take a, a live performance uh, at a concert and record that, and, and mm. um, which is a little bit more of a challenge in, in the mixing, but but uh, uh, <laughs> to say the least. But uh, you found a, a, I think, a good uh, spaces to record in, and and uh, you know, good job on the on the sonics on it. Yeah, li- we've often thought of doing a live recording because you know when when, when uh, that's a uh, such a risky one though live recording because um, well first of all I find it hard to listen back to uh, recordings you know so uh, any live recording would take me about six months to be able to listen back to it anyway until you can be objective about it it's very difficult and you know in any live gig you oh, you play what. I don't know what, 12 songs 15 songs and you maybe you get two that are actually really you know really okay and the other thing is that um uh we we take a lot of risks when we play uh we have sort of standardish arrangements for for some of the the music that we play but a lot of it is um is uh not not, not improvised but um uh, we we leave we leave ourselves open to uh, um, uh, to the option of uh, of, of uh, being f- uh, taking the music into different directions. So um, so sometimes the, the, it doesn't come off, you know. The, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> but uh, so so I th- I think at some point we've got to do a live recording because uh, I I actually don't think that any of the albums that we've recorded uh, actually capture what, the way we play live it's very uh, it's much more exuberant and and uh, and, uh, and immediate and um, 
I think there are, the albums are, you know, it's understandable, a little bit safe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard to capture that in a, in a studio setting, and, and it's also hard to translate studio setting to a, a live performance. So yeah. they, they are different um, animals, as, as it were, but, uh, but it's certainly wonderful listening. Uh, because that's what you're, what what you're doing is you're sitting. You're, you're not dancing in the around the lounge, you know, exactly. listening to these. You're, it's it's more of a um, concerted uh, listening experience. Well, that's it. When you you know when you make an album, that's what you're you're you're, you're that's what you're doing. You're, you're you're making it for the listener to listen to. To you're putting on all these different little details, and and everything is thought out. Uh, with that goal of, of, of making it a, a you know a complete uh, li- as you say listening uh, and, and pleasurable experience, so it's very different from live recording. Yeah. And speaking of the recordings, uh, if people want to find out more about Sheer or um, buy the uh, CDs or download the the tracks, uh, where can they find you? Well, of course, we have a, a website which is www.sheermusic.co.uk. We're on Facebook as Sheer Jewish Music. Uh, oh, lots of places. Um, Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. Um, but ideally, best best to go to our website. We're on iTunes. Uh, you can buy it, the CDs on Amazon. Um, I, best thing, go to the website, sheermusic.co.uk, uh, to the CD. Your favorite way of... Yeah, well... Pick, pick your favorite way of uh, purchasing. Yeah, there's so many. You know, yes. In fact, I've, I've written on the uh, on the bottom of that of the CDs page. I've written, um, uh, I, you know, you used to. I remember you, you, you used to buy a CD. Uh, you want to buy a record? You go down to your local store on the corner and buy it, and that was it. That was the. And now you've got so many options. It really is. Uh, I've I've, I've started. You know, I've been downloading. I downloaded a, a CD not long ago, and it just. How do you download a CD? Well, no, no, the, you know the the data. I downloaded the data, and it just didn't seem right. It, it's just not the same. It's not the same. But you know, I, I, I miss the uh, the liner notes. I miss the liner notes. I miss the cover. Looking yeah, at the cover yeah, yeah. of CDs, uh, even CDs aren't that uh, you know aren't adequate because you you have to. Ha- my, my eyesight's <laughs> deteriorating. I can't. I can never read stuff on on CD covers, and. Um, Nah, look, gone are the, the the good old days of of, of, of beautiful art artwork uh, album covers. You know, which the artwork itself would sell the CD. Speaking of which, the, the artwork on on the oh. Ashkafad is is uh, wonderful. You. Well, thank you very much. That's very nice. Because which one is it? Is it that one? Yeah, yeah. I did that right, and then we sold, we we gave it to Ark to to license, and they changed the cover. But what can you do? The, their cover is equally as nice, and um, uh, yeah, I, I you know I, I think it's important, even though people are going to download it, and then you don't get any. What do you get? A little picture of the, the album cover, and thumbnail, that's a thumbnail. That's it. <laughs> so all that all that work for you know, well, that's, is that bright enough? Is that dark enough? Is it be here, be there, and it comes down to a little picture. Mm. So, <laughs> all right. A uh, little, little bit uh, astray from the from topic. We've been covering artwork, but artwork is important. Yes. Um, it, it used to be you had to 
have the artwork to attract people to pick it up from the rack that would sell in, in the store. Yeah, and that and used to uh, sell albums, didn't yeah. it? Artwork, yes. So it was a lot more important in the old days than uh, than, than today. Okay. Today it's today it's the uh, it's what's what the content is. See, there's another thing that, that today is is um, uh, different is, is that you know when you when you it's, it's different in many ways in, in, in not not many in two two other ways and and that is when you're planning out the CD you're planning the uh, uh, the flow. You know what you're going to start with, what you're going to end with, and and you you know you you look at it as a as a one entity. So the tracks are going from one to the other. So like a song cycle. Yeah, you, you don't want it. You don't want uh, two of the same. Uh, so you're looking at you're looking. So at somebody buys only three three of the songs that they pick. It, it well, exactly because you know when you when you're planning, you put a lot of effort into the, into the uh, order of the, of the songs. You don't want too many rhythms uh, follow uh, similar rhythms following each other. You, you don't want too many of the same keys, which is actually quite quite hard to avoid in in, in <laughs> Jewish music because everything's in D, three, uh, everything's in D minor. You see, so <laughs> it's that's hard one to. Uh, uh, it's funny, you know. Uh, have you met Stuart Curtis? Uh, no, but I've heard, I've heard the name already. You've got to get you've yeah. got to get him for an interview. It's, he's a laugh. He's great. Stuart. A few years ago, they, the Jewish Chronicle here ran this uh, competition of, called Klezmer Idol, <laughs> and uh, Stuart won it. Um, he pipped us to the post, but that's because he's got a, lot, a bigger family. I think <laughs> a lot more. He's got more cousins, more and, votes. Yeah, more <laughs> votes, and. Uh, so, so when when they interviewed him, he said, uh, "I feel like this is a a, a life life um, an award for a lifetime uh, of of uh, playing in D minor, you know, in uh, in the key of F." What was he was he said it differently because he's a uh, clarinetist, but anyway. Um, so getting back to the albums, it's it's uh, you, 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 people are downloading, as you said, downloading single tracks, and they're missing out on that sort of flow because you consider one going into the other. There's a there's a there's an impact uh, of of the end of one track going into a, another track. Um, also, you know, on, in the good old days, you used to have side one, side two. So you'd think of it in those in that term, in that way as well. Now it's just CD is just one bunch so there are differences that you know <laughs> well it's a it's, uh, evolution of technology has created yeah, a lot exactly. of this it's what it is. so very good well I really thanks so much for uh, coming down and having a chat no, it's been and uh, a pleasure. pleasure to meet you and uh, continued success with Sheer Thank you very much. Yes, we'll just keep going. There's a lot more to do. I always feel that we're still at the very beginning, and uh, we've got so much more to explore, and, and um, we'll do it as long as we're enjoying it. You know, the main thing, the main goal in all this is is, uh, is to make people happy. That's our job, uh, is to, uh, is to uh, make, make people happy, to uh, uh, continue the the line so to speak you know of of uh of jewish music and entertaining at simchas um we feel like we're just continuing that tradition from 100 years ago from 500 years ago we're just uh carrying that on and um maybe we can make a living from it as well along the way 
and uh, try to spread the word uh, as much as we can with the podcast as well. So uh, continue good success and uh, look forward to your next uh, next offering. Thank you, Keith. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thanks very much.
This is Daphna Sadeh. You're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Ivor Goldberg from the band Sheer. And we heard two tracks. The first was Shecha Choret, and the second was Silver Wedding, both from the album Ashka Farad. I'd very much like to thank Ivor for appearing on the podcast and for providing the tracks for us to listen to. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear on the podcast or have your music played, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you would like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. And as always, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 105. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed, tell your friends, 
And until next time, bye for now.